There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome. Stop it. To the morning sickness. It's 545. My name's John Holmberg. There is Brady Bogan, Brett Fessley, Big Dick Toledo. Something's wrong with my cock. <laughs> feel bad for him. He's doing things he doesn't normally do. He needs to cry for help. Might need a new one. Uh, anyway, uh, good morning, everybody. And uh, yeah, we're doing our whole thing here and uh, going through the motions of all this. Got it all straightened out. And everybody's talking about the cops. I've already got 3,000 memes of Barry Wood standing behind Derek Chauvin. That's enough. I said it yesterday. I, I, I was I, like, I, I didn't hear anything. You, uh, well, because I've got 600 <laughs> of them. You were first in. Oh, yeah. okay, good. good. Well, you're the first one with you. I probably had eight at that point. Damn it. And I, it's not your fault. All right. You, you didn't invent it. You can't, <laughs> you're trying to pump them out. And for some reason, I was just crushed. Again, I have a, a Barry Wood grouping. Uh, between about five to ten people, that if there's a Barry Wood, we got it. We all ordered keychains, yeah, that you hang on your wall, where the hook is Barry's Wang. Nice. And so, and I and I got a wine holder for my friend Mark for his birthday, where the, and I went and found a bottle. Of, I think it was Scotch that's called Barry's. I spent way too much on Mark's birthday, but Barry's went into the hole, and and I'm <laughs> like, this is perfect. It's up. too good. It was like, like a two hundred dollar bottle of liquor. I'm like, but it's worth it for the joke. Shoved it right into the old metal cutout of Barry, and the top of the bottle comes shooting out. So I'm like, yes, I've got the memes. I've got them all. And uh, I think that's really the, the truth of the way America thinks. About 10% of people care, and about 90% of people are just here for the comments and the memes. And I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm falling into that category, too, because the memes were out in a big way. Brett, the one you sent, I guess, was uh, for a Barry... Wood one is very uh, tasteful. That wasn't too bad. Yeah. Lurk, lurking in the background. He, was, he wasn't doing anything yet. And creeping. I don't know why Barry was in jail. I don't know why we... Why we uh, <laughs> now I'm getting people going, send that! You know what? And that's to a guy who I send the berries to, and I haven't done Oh, he that. hasn't seen that I, one yet? I just assumed when I was inundated with all the berries. Well, you got to fire us off some of those other ones that you got, too. Well, I didn't get... I just got... Well, there's a couple, like... Things. They were all berries. It's the same one. Oh, it's what the same I'm one. Oh, okay. I got this oh, okay. a thousand times. Hang on, I got to send this to the guys asking because they uh, <laughs> hold they're, on, everybody. They're, well, yeah. Hang on, everybody. Just <laughs> talk amongst yourselves. I got stuff going on. I uh, had a buddy uh, laying to me a little bit because this is the dangers of the, you know you're sending the the memes. Yeah, and right. I figured he's on the okay list, right. and he which he is. But the problem was he was. Uh, he, this one was the fashion one of the yeah of the over berries? the years the decades fashion of oh the one that the, the one Japanese that I, one yeah the, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 the well, ha- the hairstyles of J- Japanese women over yes. the past and uh, timing is years. everything Thanks, that thing came <laughs> over I sent it to him thinking that's funny he'll yeah. enjoy this and he's at a at the conference table at the board meeting at the Asian company he no <laughs> no <laughs> well nobody well they find out he he's didn't got say a sense of humor like, I can't. Basically, what Brady's talking about is a, a video that listeners sent us that was, you know, we can talk about it. I'm not showing it to you. Oh, no. But it's uh, hairstyles of uh, Japanese women 
over the past 100 years. And it's like 1910, they show this. It's the same model with different hair. And then in the 1940s, it's just an explosion. <laughs> and it takes you off guard. And it was like the – it's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. And it's just so awful. But I'm only in it for awful plus funny equals awfully funny now. That's all I care about at this point. Somebody uh, – email- the worst one I got yesterday was Barry behind – Derek and someone had added in the caption, whose throat hurts now? Oh, And I'm like, all right, <laughs> nobody has a heart at all anymore. This thing's over. Uh, but, yeah, so yesterday, of course, everybody knows the verdict came down. Uh, it, it somewhat matched the court of public opinion, which had uh, crucified and, uh, and convicted way long before uh, we had a trial. Everybody kind of knew it was going to go down that way. Uh, the only thing I worry about now is whether or not the news is going to let the sentencing happen in a natural way, if they're going to try to fire people up again because they kept saying yesterday, 40 years, possible 40 years, which gets into the mind of people who are saying justice is 40 years, that that's what it has to be or he's getting off easy. And more than likely, he's going to serve about 14. And of those 14, he'll be in jail for six or seven. Now, can he can when he gets sent because he got sentenced to all three charges. Yeah. Now, does he get years for each charge? So 40 is the max on the first. 40 is the max on 25, all. the second and 10, the last. No, one. I was 40 no, overall. Yeah. Oh, OK. I it's okay. 40 for all of it. And then whatever the max is on one of the charges. OK, so, okay. Guilty are, right. That's, that's what you get hit with. And then and then so what they were saying, you know, most of the time you don't get that 40. It, it gets to be a third of that. And then and, and then Minnesota. you serve a th- okay. and you serve two thirds of that. Yeah, they so more than drop likely, a third in Minnesota. Six okay. to seven years is what he's going to be in there for. And I don't know that that's going to make people too happy in eight weeks when sentencing comes. If the news continues to say 40-year sentence, 40-year sentence, it will look bad to people who aren't reading or paying attention that the 40-year sentence is six years in jail. They're going to think he got off light. Well, and then, you think you know, about it. If he, well, I mean, really, if you, get, if you get 15 years, he's doing 10. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's... Yeah, and then uh, you know what I'm people I'm, lose their mind. I'm starting to become Alex Jones because I'm like, all right, well, you know, justice uh, served in the ways that people seem to like or want, and uh, it, it, you know, it's going to keep the streets safe. Whether this was uh, the and whether it changes anything going forward, I'm I'm always skeptical to say that this whole thing was an, a singular incident, and people were angry about it. Obviously, but you know, does it change anything, or is once this is now that justice is served, we're done? Let's move on to the next thing. That's kind of what I think we do, but we'll see. Uh, but what I do know is that uh, something is fake in Washington, D.C., because I have a feeling someone just pays a politician to go out and say something about as stupid as you can say in these moments. So we have something else to argue about because it got tribal yesterday after everybody kind of said, yeah, we kind of saw this comment. I don't think anybody was really too fired up. Like there are people who are upset, but everybody kind of like, yeah, the writing was on the wall on this one. We're pretty, yeah. pretty sure this was going to happen. And then Pelosi goes out and thanks George Floyd for sacrificing himself for justice. Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, wow, this broad is lost. And her I'm like, mind. did Fox pay you to go say something as stupid as that so we could have two days of news about how dumb Nancy Pelosi is rather than focus on any forward momentum? Because yeah. this is now just backwards momentum to go, see, they're dumb. Because it's exactly what uh, would happen when things would happen and we had Republican people in charge. That they would come out and say something absolutely stupid and change all the narrative immediately after. Politics aside, she has lost her mind. She's an idiot. I, mean, oh, Maxine I couldn't Waters, believe it the other week. Yeah. I saw her speak uh, really for the first time. She's shaking. Interview. It is. She's not real bad. confident. <laughs> and they but keep then reelecting her. Two days, two days earlier, three days earlier, Maxine Waters comes out and says something as stupid as what yeah. she said. And I'm like, this is what Trump did 
that everybody hated. And you were right to hate it. He was stupid when he said things like, oh, they've stolen our election. You should be in the streets. Everybody, uh, That's dumb. And, and then everybody was right to say, oh, that was stupid. And then when the, when the shoe's on the other foot, they say the exact same thing. I, it feels like a choreographed dance that I have been watching. And I'm like, wait a minute. Is the curtain pulled back? Are we being manipulated that badly that they're willing to go out and be dumb so we lose the plot right in the middle of when it's like, oh, okay, here we go. Now, now we can have some sort of conversation where everybody's not angry. And it's like, oh, by the way, let me make you angry again. Let me fire up the side. That it just seemed so fake to me, yeah. and then if like why? And OJ came on yesterday. I don't know if you saw that. OJ came on. Oh, no. Hey man, I would like to. Uh, I would like to also thank Nicole and Ron for sacrificing themselves for my freedom. <laughs> you know what? They didn't die with enough evidence, and I want to thank them for that. <laughs> and then Nancy came back later and thanked the Jews for sacrificing themselves for oh, so we could catch man. Hitler. I mean, it's the stupidest. <laughs> She's dumb. That's just dumb. And I started wondering. I'm like. Is this fake? Is everything wag the dog? Because no one in their right mind goes out on this day, yesterday, and says anything about George Floyd sacrificing himself. Yeah. He did not. This is not what this was about. He didn't, like, we need to. I bet you George didn't tell his friend, I need to to go out there and and stir up a little something and and get killed so we get bad cops off this. It's not. That's what a sacrifice would have been. He didn't want that, idiot. Stupid. Yeah. I mean, the big point that, uh, you know, I did kind of some poignant uh, expressions that they were saying and, and opinions yeah. was it the fact that, um, you know, Chauvin had 11, um, you know, misconduct Yeah, his like, career. All cops and, and it's like, you know, because what they're, where they're coming from, at least where the one person was speaking, an activist, was saying, we're just, you know, your stomach is in knots. You don't sure. know how you're, you're. You think you have this person. This person is guilty, right? Blah, 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 but we've seen it time in and time out that all of a sudden it's innocent or sure. nothing happens to him. So finally, they feel like all yeah, right, they get justice. And then Nancy Pelosi goes out. Something something's stupid, and right. now no one's talking about the real thing. Yeah. I also want to thank John Lennon for uh, helping us catch uh, Mark David Chapman. They have sacrificed oh, himself. Oh, man, that's you know, right. We didn't even know Mark David Chapman was that bad, but John hmm. Lennon sacrificed himself. So we get And Dimebag Darrow, I want to thank him for standing up there sacrificing himself uh, to catch that <laughs> lunatic in Columbus because we needed those guys. Everything is a sacrifice for justice when we catch them, you know? Yeah. You know, to thank uh, Lacey Peterson for having her head removed so we could catch that awful Scott Peterson. That was really nice of her to do, and... And the kid, and the, oh yeah, and, the, and I forgot the unborn child. I, really, that unborn child was ahead of his time as a as a you know a sacrifice as a as a martyr. He really said, "My mommy from in the womb." I sure would like to catch her awful daddy doing something terrible and get him thrown in jail. <laughs> like you're right, let's sacrifice ourselves. I'll have him cut my head off uh, in the name of justice. Nancy Pelosi, that might be the dumbest thing I've ever heard anyone say. And when it happened, I was chowing down on a snack, a Jello pudding, and I just said, "I live in a simulation." I, I, there's no possible way a human being is that dumb, period. And it isn't politics. Trust me, it isn't. Yeah. Because I was with, oh, I, go back and listen to the tape of this show the day after the election last year when I said, no, no, there's no way anyone's as dumb as what Donald Trump said after that election when he started to encourage people to take up arms and say that free elections are over. The most dangerous words I've ever heard in this country were uttered that day. And, it, and what did it do? We had a little insurrection because people are stupid. But yeah, it was. I, no, I, and I think we've lost the plot well, already. In less that, than twenty-four hours, we've lost the plot. 
Well, let's lost. hope that um, more people don't sacrifice their lives. That's right. And today, if you're thinking, you know, my husband's kind of a dick. Maybe I'll try to entice him to cut my head off so he goes to jail. If the re- That's a terrible sacrifice and not very smart at all. If you don't like a police, there's two cops that sit out here in the morning and do reports and, and say hi to him every time I walk by. Yeah. If, uh, if I thought one of them was a bad guy, I wouldn't go over and try to, you know, try to get one of them to shoot you're me. You're bad so, news. Yeah, you're bad news, and it's time for me to get uh, taken out. I'm going to sacrifice myself, so you go to jail. It's just really not, what, it's really not what the word sacrifice means. But I think maybe a good idea is, uh, you know, we sacrifice the job of Nancy Pelosi next time she asks for it. I think it's time for her to stop being... I can't a believe voice for they anyone. keep reelecting her, though. It's unbelievable. How is she representing Maybe any human Maybe they're able beings? to get stuff yeah. done while she's on there. <laughs> I don't know. It all seems so Let fair, her ki- but, catch all the heat. But, uh, yeah, congratulations for that. And also, Tupac. I want to – well, wait a minute now. We never caught I his never guy. Caught that guy. He sacrificed himself for nothing, didn't he? Uh, somebody texted in, I want to thank the apples for sacrificing <laughs> for catching Toledo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those apple cores that crawl out of the trash. No, they don't. They've never been put in trash. Those apple cores that get apple lingus by Toledo all day. I want to thank Jeremy by Linda for sending me all the sacrificial uh, victims. He's like, Isn't, here's, here's a list, John. He's been firing them to me as I start this. So, What about John Lennon? You're right, John Lennon. I want to thank, uh, I want to thank uh, Krista McAuliffe and the other six astronauts in 1984 so we could find out what was wrong with the Challenger. I mean, that was really <laughs> nice of them. When that thing blew up, it's like, you guys really did a nice thing so we could get rid of O-rings on oh, the next launch. Oh, it's the panels. Yeah. Oh, thank. Oh, Chris McAuliffe sacrificed herself so we could get a better launch next time. I, I just if she doesn't apologize like immediately, she's a pinhead, and she won't. Cause no, she won't. Because it's good TV. It seems like that's what it is. I don't think she sees anything wrong with what she said, though. I think she's that out of touch. I, 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 yeah, she may have Alzheimer's. I'd agree with I, that. I, I, you're probably right. I don't know what that was because when it happened, I'm like, well, we're less than an hour from people feeling okay and not wanting to fight for a second. You're going to have your little groups that want to argue and stuff. But we're, we're less than an hour of people kind of exhaling and going, you know what? There's not going to be rioting in the streets. The people that were angry feel like they got this right. And the people that were kind of on the opposition of, you know, don't riot, don't have to worry about it. And then Nancy Pelosi goes, watch, hold my beer. I'll be right <laughs> back. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to F this up so bad. Beer, shardy. Yeah, and, and, you know, I'm not helping by perpetuating her stupid words, but good Lord. You know what gets me about hers are goddamn earlobes. I can't take my eyes off them. They're about a foot and a half long each. Kind of sexy. She's got great cans. She's she's old she? Ariana Grande. If, if if you were to do a Ariana's been missing for fifty years, <laughs> you aging you'd process. Show, you'd show Pelosi. And look, I can get past your politics if you're hot. <laughs> and you got great cans. If you got great cans and you're kind of sexy. You can you can be dumb. We all men have done like she's, oh, yeah. she's an idiot, but my god, that ass. We can do that, even politically. I can get right past Nancy Pelosi, but yeah, her earlobes. Which she covers them up all the time with that uh, poodle hair. Is that, that real? Yeah, the cans are real. Wow. Yeah, I'm telling you. Kind of impressed. That'll <laughs> change your mind about her. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I this one is. Here's but- <laughs> the key to a happy America. We have to get back to sexualizing people immediately so we stop listening to them. The problem with, I want you to see me as a human being, is that I now have to hear what you think. And a lot of times that, like your cans were the big reason that we were getting along. (laughs) And, 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 you know, women have always seen us for what we are and they dismiss us constantly. That's why it's so hard to date them. 
Oh, he's an idiot. And then you walk away. We didn't have that skill. She yeah. covers up the mirrors, though. Yeah, I she mean, covers her ears. To, when they're yeah. out, man, those ears are low. Well, she's 100 years old. Ears are, you know when old men have those ears that look like. Oh, there like, we go. Yeah. Oh, Christ. They're goofy looking, and they drive me nuts. And she puts those pearls in them, and it's like it's like dumbbells. Each one of them are like four four to six ounces. That's why. <laughs> well, well, I think she's down. been stretching them. I mean, them. she's putting real rocks in there. <laughs> I'd like to thank your ears for sacrificing so we could find out how much ear weight a human ear can handle. Well, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. So nice job, Nancy. You did a great thing there. I just want to thank anyone murdered with their husband. All the Dateline specials where the wife was murdered by the, the cheating husband. And just want to thank them so we could put that guy in jail. Crazy. Like to thank Sharon Tate for. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, there's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> want to thank Sharon Tate for helping us get the Manson gang. Why, if it weren't for her, her having her blood used as, uh, you know, a pen. Oh, and their unborn baby. Another unborn baby sacrificed. If you put it in that context, you realize how stupid what she said was. No one said that when Manson went to jail. Got to really thank Sharon Tate for putting this one out there on the line for us. It's, as police officers, we really appreciate the dead body as far as uh, you know, catching guys. <laughs> Idiot. Yeah, so that's the world we live in. And I, I had to think to myself, there's a Fox guy standing next to Nancy going, here's uh, $200,000. Why don't you go out and fire off something really stupid so we've got a day's worth of TV and radio to talk. Here you go, Jim. Uh, okay. I'll do it. Hey, shaky Nancy, come on over here for a second. Here's a line I wrote. I think it would come <laughs> like just amazing if, it, if you sacrificed yourself and blew this one out. Now it's been going on for years. That's, I mean, it really has. I mean, you, we can thank Abraham Lincoln for uh, you know helping us catch John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> Jesus, Brett's got <laughs> to launder them. The We're going back. I knew dealing with the Italian, he'd come up with <laughs> yeah. all the bodies. He knows where they're at. You're right. John F. Kennedy, we couldn't have done it without you. Yes. We had to get Lee Harvey. I'm not sure we got that one right, but man. And thanks, Lee Harvey. We got Jack Ruby, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that, that was a really we'll nice moment together. for Lee yes. Harvey. I didn't even think of that, that Lee Harvey sacrificed himself after. Oh, what a wonderful triad of sacrifice that thanks, was. Thanks, Bobby. <laughs> and Bobby. We yeah. weren't going to catch Sirhan Sirhan unless he blew Bobby up. And look at him running back in that kitchen. Thank you to him as well. I think it was, uh, what was the name, uh, Geralt? He shot Garfield. He didn't really kill him. But the doctors who had the terrible fingers, the sacrifice. Thank you, James Garfield, for that amazing sacrifice. Still my favorite president. He only served for nine months, but he's my favorite president because he's the only president America will ever have that takes two bullets in a train station and goes, What's this then? Bad <laughs> ah, What was that? You got shot twice in the back. Let me at him. He was going to fight the dude. He went down with his fist balled up. What was that? What's this then? You've been shot, sir, twice. Well, I will not be a sacrifice, so you can't catch that guy. Stupid. I also want to thank the real killers for sacrificing themselves <laughs> and never ever showing up. You did a great job, real killers, being enough of a distraction to make sure that they never actually pinned it on me because I did it. <laughs> I did that absolutely no question. OJ. So, Nancy, we thank you for sacrificing ever having a brain and saying the stupidest things in the world. We have politicians I just don't understand. I just don't get it. I don't like feeling smarter than the people in charge of things because I'm not that smart. I'm pretty dopey. Yesterday, I walked into a door that I thought was a swinging door, and it wasn't. It's one that had a knob. 
that you have to turn. And I went to turn it, and I just thought you pushed it, and it <laughs> right there. Just you know, the, the jam up. Just yeah, the jam up. I, 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 my momentum kept going. Yeah. I'm like, I, I, I'm not capable of being an adult. You're happy Toledo wasn't there after he did it that one time, and you just laugh. Well, that's door window. <laughs> door window's different. Door window was not the situation. I thought it was a push door. And oh, it was okay. a knob door. Oh, all right. You can see where that could be a problem. Yeah, yeah. Door window is walking into <laughs> what you thought was a door. Turns out it's nothing but a window. <laughs> and that's my favorite thing in the world. Heather did it, and then I, I, I think she's a nice lady. She's in charge of something. I think she might be my boss in some way, shape, or form, but I got to be careful. But I want to thank Layla for the most arrogant door window ever because the window she tried to walk through is about 18 inches wide. So she really thinks of herself as a thin lady. That's, that's a little heavy, <laughs> that's, too. That's, I think they're 12. May, yeah, 18 might be pushing it on our on our uh, side windows, the side lights. But, yeah, she tried to walk through one of those, and I'm like, my goodness, somebody feels good about their hips. Very important. I need to talk <laughs> to you. I think you're just trying to show off in front of the other ladies that you think you could slide through that. <laughs> you want, want me to fax you upstairs, Layla? Good Lord. Skinny. It's my favorite moment, though, because having seen that and having that noise, when the window takes the shot, they look for me. Layla looked right to me, like you, like immediately. Don't she, say a no, thing. it wasn't even oh. that. It was immediate. I I found out how Layla thinks about me from that moment. Like we're nice to each other and stuff, but deep down, I know what Layla thinks of me truly to her core. When she hit that window and looked at me and goes, "Don't asshole," because that was what her face—that was what her face did. She wasn't worried about anybody else down there, but she eyeballed me like, "Don't you dare, asshole!" And I don't blame her because she's right. That's the the funny reaction. I mean, just like uh, when your dad did it years ago, oh. when they get mad, they're mad at you. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah. my dad! My, well, I told you the great line my dad, and I don't know what knocked into him when he walked into that sliding glass door. Whole house. He hits all the stick. He's coming in from a barbecue. Hits the sky. I shut it. I, he'd left it open. He thought it was open. He hits it. Stakes go flying. Swings the door. My sister and I are dying laughing because there's a grease imprint of my dad on the. <laughs> and he goes, That's how one of the Supremes died. <laughs> what? <laughs> what he said. And of course, you as a kid are like, Now my dad's mad. But that might be the new funniest thing I've ever heard or seen. And then we looked it up, and I don't think any of the Supremes died from walking through glass. It was different just, group. He, I don't even know if I don't know what he was talking about. The Supremes were barbecuing and walked into a. I, what are you talking about? But he was angry, and he wanted to let us know how close he was to dying right there, and we were laughing. So then the laughter subsided until that soaked in, and then we just went down to our rooms and started laughing even harder. And I think that Mexican guy was in my sister's room waiting anyway, so she was happy to do it. I heard your dad dropped all the meat. Huh? <laughs> Here's some meat. I'm gonna drop in you. Oh, Mike. Anyway, I want to thank my sister for sacrificing uh, all her body parts to Mike so we could put him in jail someday. I'm sure he's... <laughs> for the stories. Hilarious. Yeah, it's just, uh, I, I'm, you know, I've been shaking my head since about 6 o'clock yesterday. And I agreed with, like, I don't know, I don't know where you guys stand. Like, I agreed with the verdict. I was just worried that the court of public opinion had already... Uh, sentenced this. My my fear was the sentence had already been given out by people who weren't in the courtroom months ago, and they demanded it match. So I was like, ah, this. I was convinced we were going to not have a happy verdict in this. I thought. I I guess I agree with with saying I do t- I'm, yeah, I'm, that he I needs to be punished, and yeah, and I didn't think that that was a fair shake that uh, George Floyd got, whether or not he's on fentanyl and had a heart condition or whatever else. 
I guess as I, I've talked to cops who said, look, you have to consider that the person you're arresting might have health issues. And the last thing you need to do is start roughing them up when they have complied. Because everybody's argument is, why don't you just comply? Why don't, he was arguing with them and wrestling. But when he, when he finally did kind of comply, there was a little extra going on. And I kind of, you know, I, I see that. looked like he complied early enough. It didn't enough. look like there was enough fight. Left. Yeah. And when people have time to go get off of him, you're hurting him. He's not doing anything. And you're worried he's going to. There's better ways than what was going on. Nine minutes worth, too. Yeah, I mean, it's, that's, just, it's seems, just extreme. It it's, seems you know, like even arguing and trying to see the other points yeah. of people saying, well, if he just complied, if he wasn't committing crimes, and whatever, you're right. The police were there because things were happening. But they're not there to kill you. And they're not there to to do what what, what had happened. So I, I think most rational minded people would say that the thing got way out of hand. And I think that you know sometimes that's what happens. Some there's two people in town here who I was watching on the news last night. Uh, uh, found a dead a lady was dead in the house. Yeah. And the boyfriend's there, and there and he's twenty three like, year old, right? The uh, no, no, they're oh, older, okay. fifty something. Oh, okay. And uh, he's like, yeah. And the story changed from like I don't know what happened. I think she fell down the stairs. To we're wild alcoholics. And we've been on a two-week bender, and she started hitting me, and I think I did something. And then later he's like – and then he found her. She had uh, lividity, and she had some uh, decomposition already. Like she'd been there for a while. And, uh, and then they found like marks on her neck, and he's like, I killed her. And, he's, and it just got out of hand. And you just don't know. I mean there's like all sorts of stuff where you're like, Jesus, this escalates to a, <laughs> to a level where you're like, I don't know what happened. And then people will just – Try to justify their behaviors. You can't do it. You, moments like that, you just have to recognize logically something terrible happened here. And there's a boyfriend, girlfriend, and Tempe, and they have it on film, I guess. Oh, geez. The stabbing. They don't Cut want that. But, yeah, I don't know. Were you kind of on that same thing? Pretty much. Pretty it's hard much. to watch, I mean, and I think yeah. when it's hard to watch, you're like, something's not right here. I think most cops would have told me that, that they were like, What are you doing? Yeah. Well, and that, it, what, what? And on top of that, what happened to the other three cops that were there? I know their they, I know they turned still, over. They're, they they get, have yeah, they their, their trials, trials coming up. Okay, so theirs haven't went down yet. But yeah, they yeah. they spun because they're like, we didn't know what to do. And again, you put those cops. That's what makes me worry about the other police officers in every city. Is that it's it's the the one dude's first day on the job, kind of. Remember, the one of the guys had had only been a trainee for a while, and he's with this veteran of the police force. On your first day at work, are you going to be like, "Hey, John, I don't think you're running this show right." Right? Yeah, no, no. You know, so Sit back, kid. yeah, you're kind of at the mercy of the other guy. You know, is this how it works? You can go through all the training you want. That's by the book. You come in in radio, go through all the training you want, and then sit in a room while I run a show, and everybody'd be like, "You're doing it the exact opposite of what they train you to do." And I'm like, "I don't know anything about this. Works." So you're not going to question me. The Uh, other thing, the other dynamic part of it is is anytime you have a group of, I mean, for example, like a group of guys, there's usually one guy that plays the heavy more so than the other. There's always, um, you know, and it seems that way in the law enforcement a little bit. Even watching the, uh, what is it, cops or live PD, there always is one that's a little more physical than the other. He's the the first guy in. Yeah. 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 I don't know if that was the case, but he certainly was uh, there for a lot longer. I mean, you know, the, then the testifying during the court sure. trial. No, there people, were, the, there police were, chief, the police chief went against like, all the stuff. Look, and you're like, oh, this has to happen. Yep. But then it gets dumb right after. Jordan Knox has emailed and said, hey, I want to I thank the Twin Towers and everybody in it for helping us catch bin Laden. And that's pretty interesting. <laughs> Too bad we couldn't thank your ex-wife for helping catch us. She got away and 
<laughs> wasn't willing to sacrifice. That's true. My ex-wife being in those towers, coward, not willing to sacrifice herself for Osama bin Laden's capture. And I, I've always told her, I'm like, you, you know, that was the crux of our divorce. I'm like, you were such a coward that day, running away from that. So we can't catch Osama now. And costing me a fortune having me buy my own house back for myself. <laughs> but yeah, thank you, Twin Towers and everyone in it. Nancy Pelosi just fired that off real quick. I want to thank all the victims of 9-11 for helping us catch uh, Osama. Because without them, it would have never happened. Ah, she's so dumb. Anyway, just be careful. But I am worried about the other cops. like Because the people I've talked to have said that. Like Cops are like, we're afraid to do jobs because if another guy does something – and we're at the scene, and we're doing our own thing, or this guy seems, and he does that, and you're like, now you're on the hook. And you should be a little bit, but if it's your first couple days, I mean, can we all be cool and give a slack to the guy who's like, this was the veteran? Uh, he wasn't going to listen to me. I didn't I know his what lead. to do. Well, was I supposed we'll to see. tackle him? Yeah, and it, hopefully, it I, like hope that guy, logical. I hope that guy gets exonerated completely from this. And I know people don't like that because they want all the cops to get I, I hope that dude, because that's just not fair. And put yourself yeah, in any position. Over and above any, you know, you got the rookie, but any of those guys that you're you're on the job and one guy's like, I got it, I got it under control, right. and Chauvin takes it over if that's the case. But if you're a guy, if, like if it's you and me, you've been with yeah. me for 20 years and you yeah. see me doing something that's just detrimental, to, you're going to say, hey, you're wrecking it for all of us. Because you know, when you're in your, if Brett was here the first week and he sees the operation running, he goes, I had no idea these guys did this. Yeah. And you're looking back on this has worked for 20 years, they're... Their first place for 20 years doing this, <laughs> you're still not going to say anything. No. You're just not. No, it's just not. Absolutely it's, not. it's not in your human nature to take your first day and analyze a situation and wreck it for guys who have been doing something for 20 years. And no matter how awful you think it looks, you now see how it really works. Training is nice. The real world isn't. And that's true in every job. Unpredictable. Every job. You go in and find shortcuts in every single job. All of them. That's in this job, too. All I mean, yeah. Yeah, there isn't a job out there where you're trained to do it one way, and you're like, some dude who's been doing it for 15 years goes, here's the trick. And that's the veteran way. They, they teach you here. They'll tell you this, but here's the trick to it. And then you start doing the corner cutting. The uh, weekly, uh, for most company, company reports, guys figure out a way to fill it out. Uh, yes, of course. The here are the numbers reports. this week. Yeah, here you go. And, and to just satiate the boss, satisfy. You may not have done anything. I know a... Uh, Guy who cut and pasted every single report he ever did with new words. And occasionally he'd skip because I don't think he even reads them because I goofed and sent him the last one this time. All he wants is the paper just to see that I did it. Like, all right, Doug. I mean, oops. (laughs) (laughs) Doug Fairchild. He's running something now. He's ascended to greatness at this point. Uh, Clip art in his entire workload. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But maybe if I was working with Doug Fairchild. I go into his office on the first day and go, this guy's going to get us all killed. <laughs> and we're, we, we're, we work on radio, and somehow or another, I feel like my life's in danger. This is how you do the reports? Yeah, this, I think my life's in danger. Telling you, it works. I, I, I don't like this. I think I might rat you out on day one. But yeah, I, there is that moment, because other cops are like, now we're afraid to kind of do anything around other cops. because you know It's, it's a tattle system, and we, we definitely need accountability, but we also need to recognize that every job has that. And when it gets to the point... Where this kind of stuff happens, but when the court of public opinion has it, has the the trial figured out before the trial, ah, uh, that's nerve wracking. And there's the uh, that's one of the crucial points is is that a tattle situation there? Yeah. And the, the, the 
public would feel, yeah. no, it's not. This guy's not, you know, behaving right. You had, you were there at the scene. You could have done something about it. Yeah. Now, to what degree is what they're going to try to. But is it to that point where, like, and I've never been a cop, so I don't know. But you know, you see it on TV and movies and whatever. So, but I mean, you're you're part of a team that you've got your partner's yep. back. Yeah. So. You don't snitch unless it gets it's out of gang out of mentality. Hand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, there's and there's a lot of that, and That's... that was the whole reason. I mean, there was a little relief of uh, the verdict from a lot of the people. They're like, finally, it's not they have their back. Even right. the court systems, right. even they, that, you know, were, they did the right things. They did the right. It things. Seems like it does. Uh, and it's, this is the beginning of the end, though, because, or this isn't the be- this isn't the end. This is just the oh, beginning no. because we still got the the Brooklyn Center one. There's uh, loads. I mean, and there's what- all, but there's where we get lost. I, I yeah, it's kind of good you brought that because there's nuance in everything. Yeah, there's like there's there every not all of them are just cop shoots guy guy bad cop good you know guy good cop bad. It's just not there's nuance in all of them. The thing in Chicago, if you see the video, nobody knew that kid was 13. Nobody – they had a report of gunshots. He's running. They see the gun. And when he turns, he's turning and dropping the gun at the same time. It looks like he's raising the gun. Yeah. It's human – you know, everybody says, oh, they should be trained better. You put yourself in that position and tell me you would be. that You can't. And I don't care how much training you've got when somebody's got a gun and they wheel around. You, nobody knows how old that kid is. No, and in and hindsight, for us to see – 230 at night? 13-year-old yeah. boy shot in the middle of the – you're like, that's horrible. In a bad neighborhood, Horrible. too. But, again, when you see the words 13-year-old boy shot by right. cops, it changes the narrative for everybody's brain. 16-year-old in Columbus yeah. wielding a knife. She's shaking a knife around and gets shot. Uh, and, again, if you've ever done the 21-foot rule training, someone with a knife can get to you if your gun's holstered. Wait, you did it. Oh, yeah. And you're going to get in I a get fight every time. <laughs> yeah. You're going – before you can get that gun, and, and double, that case, double retention mm-hmm. that cops have to deal with, you're not pulling that gun out. So there were, and if you do have it out, they can still get you. Twenty-one foot rule, they can cover that ground real fast. So you start getting that. Somebody also says, "Hey, I want to thank Eric for sacrificing his job so Brett could come in." And- <laughs> nice. <laughs> Might be a little pushy, Craig. Uh, that made you feel a little bit bad, didn't it? You should have a little. You no, have a little pain. No, you're all right. No, no, the paycheck's cash. He's happy. Uh, Craig says, "I'm a pilot, and it happens all the time in plane crashes. The co-pilot was afraid to confront the pilot." who was doing something that was not kosher, but he's like, he's the guy. So, yeah, we do have to give yeah, the benefit the of the captain. doubt. You have to give the benefit of the doubt that nobody expected the end we all now know. So in hindsight, it looks like you should have done something at the time. He's like, I think this is how they work. So it is kind of a strange, but there's nuance to all of it. And I think we've lost the ability to find the nuance and still be logical and say, this is wrong. That person should go to jail. The other people should probably look at and say, guys, we can't have this. You can't just stand there. Uh, you know, when something like that's happening, the training says, "Don't you know? Don't do anything near this." Yeah, but it's going to happen again. I mean, mistakes and terrible things are going to happen again when you have law and law enforcement collide. Uh, it's not pretty. It's never by the book. There is no book for one side. No, but it just you know what frustrates me is the the actions of this particular person, like Chauvin. Represents all of yeah, it doesn't, law. and, and it, that's there's and nuance there but too. There's people that. Right. Um, the cops oh, are yeah, all it bad. does. The cops are all bad. Yep. And, and, and the other side of this is all inner city black people are all bad. You know, they're going well, commit crimes or, you know, stop. That's it. true. It's both sides. Stop. It's, yeah. yeah. Just find the middle and be, be logical. And that's, you know, I'm kind of happy that that seems to be the way it was until Nancy Pelosi came out and did her thing. It's like we said, too. I mean, at, at this point, at this juncture, who, who would want to be a cop? 
I mean, like, you know, getting into a new profession. I'll tell you this. I wouldn't. I I know enough cops. I'm friends with about nine of them now. A few real good and a few that just kind of talk to me every once in a while. I had a cop come to my house the other day just to talk to me. He parks in my cul-de-sac and does work, and then he he gets out and he's talking to me. I told you about that, the guy that came up and said the thing about playing rock music so you can't put videos on YouTube. Yeah. And and he's like, like that, and, you know, kind of a great thing. We just chat and stuff. But every one of them is like, the second I get a chance to retire, I'm out. Because yep. I just can't take the pressure of being a – he's a good guy. Like the, the, most of the cops I know I assume are decent guys. I was on that ride along, and I'm telling you what, every single step we took that day was the correct step. Uh, there's some abrasive behavior, I will say that, that would put you off if you're a, if you're a person who didn't do anything. But we got calls on the thing that said, uh, guy's roughing up a girl. On the corner here. Now, you go to that call. What I think the reform needs to be is in dispatch. But they don't get all the information either. I'm not blaming dispatch. But when you get a call that says a violent man, uh, witnesses say, is beating up a girl. You go to that and your brain goes, does he have a gun? Does he have a knife? What's the fight about? What are we walking into? I'm going home. I'll guarantee you that. I'm going home alive. And it runs through your head, and the, and you know I was with a guy named Ben, and he was fantastic, and we went up, and he just handled it. He, he he talked to them, and I'm like, man, Ben, that that is a that is a level of cool, I can understand. And he was uh, paternally rough on them. He came out father figure, like, hey, you stand, you know. And he was he was uh, aggressive, yeah, to the outsider. It would be like, you didn't need to be such a dick. But yes, he did, because when I got the, when I was in the car and we're reading the thing on the computer that says what's going on. We walked into a situation that was unknown, and that's scary. And so, yeah, and we had that car chase where that guy was holding up. He had a gun, and we had, you know, the first thing I heard after guys had, we had a dude with a gun steal a car with his girlfriend in it, and we were in a car chase. I still have the single greatest ride along anyone's ever been on. I was in a car chase, I was in a high pursuit. I'm sitting in this thing, just dressed like I am right now, just thinking this is the this is the most exhilarating day of my life. Am I going home today? <laughs> and and Ben even said, if you want to get if this guy takes off and you want to get involved, you can. Like, or you want to follow me in, you stay. But you stay. Back. And then he put me behind the car and said, stand behind the engine block. I said it direct. Stand behind the engine block. And I'm like, okay. And that's when we knew this dude had holed up in a house with a gun. And all the other cops showed AR-15s drawn at the house. Uh, and then people just start wandering out of the house. And the first thing they did when they wandered out of the house, send out children. Three or four young kids walked out the door. Think of that. Yeah. The people inside the house said, there's AR-15s drawn on us. Send the kids out. Make them look bad. And think of what the cops were like, you got to be kidding. So they're That's thinking, usually a good uh, a sign of peace. What's com- uh, is it? It's a peace offering. Yeah. Is yeah. it? <laughs> Sacrificing <laughs> kids. I'm well, not so sure. Let's get these guys out of so the way. So what they did was send out the kids, and then the next person came out was the girlfriend in the car. She went inside and changed her clothes so nobody recognized her. But one of the cops got a good look and said, that's the girl in the car. So while they're doing that, the dude with the gun is trying to hop over the back wall. We had that covered too. So the guns were out. Everything's there. People across the street with their phones out filming it, and one person says, you don't need this kind of force for this, which was guns. And we didn't know. Yeah. About nine people came out of that house. All of them could have had guns. We, it was a safe place for this guy to go. Nobody came running in going, he's in the house. They were, they, and they, they helped the girl change her clothes. They were all on the same team. 
So you do you do have those moments, and then you know, and they 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 grab that dude who was trying to run away and drug him by his face to the car, and I was all too happy to see it. <clears throat> well, I dated a woman that was a Crazy. cop years ago, and she and she basically said she's like, you got to look at it up from our point of view. We eight, ten, twelve hours a day, we deal with a lot of the scum of the earth. Yeah, we have to deal with you know, we don't get to deal with a lot of normal people. It's right. the criminals, the guys that yeah. are breaking laws, pulling gun. You know, I mean, just ridiculous stuff. Yeah. It's crazy, and I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those those moments where you can't armchair Monday morning quarterback police work. Uh, but you know, there are bad cops. Oh, yeah. But it doesn't make them all bad, and I think that's we got to lose that mentality. The first, the first sign of you thinking it's all one way or the other, you're wrong. Yeah, that's it's hard the, only, to be- the only person that's wrong is the one who's chosen a side and won't hear the other. That's the only time you're ever wrong. When you sit and go, nope, I won't hear the other side. This is the only way it can possibly be. You, you are guaranteeing cor- incorrect answers from that moment forward, period. It, the other thing is, you know, uh, in law enforcement, if you're going in like what you said, Brett, mm-hmm. I'm dealing with the scum of the earth. Well, yeah. if your attitude is going into that, that this person is scum of the earth to begin with, you already have that yeah. well, preconceived. And that's, that's what they're thinking of the cops, too. So that, right. that relationship. Yeah. And there's where the problem yeah. Right. That, that's where the talk needs to happen. Yeah. But Pelosi coming out and saying what she said means that we're all going to talk about, you know, memes and jokes about things that have been sacrificed. Pretty funny. I'd like to thank Chuck Artigue for sacrificing his body so we could have Trip as a general manager. <laughs> Pretty marvelous. Trip actually had the nerve to go to Chuck's funeral. Adios, amigo. <laughs> the checks are mine. <laughs> Anybody who's died, it wasn't, wasn't in vain. <laughs> All right, earlobes. Okay. Anyway, that's enough of that. Enough people are going to be talking about that all day. We... Good discussion, gang. Yeah. I'd like to thank Jimmy Hoffa. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> what didn't he get? He, did he? Did anything change? No. The Teamsters thing. Still just looking for him. Gone, right? Yeah, I know they're still looking for him, right? I'm aware of that. I want to thank Big Pussy. <laughs> Sacrificing, you know, for the family. Yeah, Tony Soprano got sacrificed. That would just get into the movie people sacrifice. It's just stupid. I like your Abraham Lincoln, though. That's a, <laughs> that's a good one. He had, we had to catch it. The, the Civil War and all the strife in the country at the time, Abraham's like, no, there's an actor out there I really want to nail. <laughs> and I'm, I'm putting my head on the line for that. Thank you, Abraham. Idiot. Uh, I want to thank Percy from Green Mile, sacrificing himself so we could get John Coffey out of there. It's a touching moment. I watched that yesterday. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? A good one. We'll start this day off proper. It's 98 KUBD. Wake up!